Welcome to the AvGeeks Assemble podcast. Welcome to episode four of season three of the Avgeek Assemble podcast. Firstly, an apology from us. It's been a very, very busy summer, and we are well aware that we have neglected the uh, the podcast waves over the past few months. So uh, we're back, and we thought we'd start off our uh, uh, our comeback with a discussion about the season that's just passed. Um, obviously, yesterday was the Duxford finale air show, which kind of sort of outlines the end of the air show season. Um, so we thought we'd come on here and talk about some of our experiences over this season, our reviews of the air shows we've been to, and you know, give you guys a chance to just sort of catch up. Really, with me today is Ben. Ben, how are we doing? Yeah, not too bad. Uh, been a bit of a uh, bit of a while since I was on a podcast. It has been a little while. It's good to have you back. It's always a pleasure oh, to have you, you on. <laughs> and uh, joining us as well is Tim. Tim, how are you doing? I'm very well, mate. How are you? I'm not bad. Not bad at all. Enjoying the weekend and just kind of chilling out. Now looking back at my backlog of photos to edit and realise it's going to be a a, a, a long, long winter. winter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that. Yeah, I think it's yeah. I think uh, I took twenty five thousand photos of Riyadh alone, so I think it's going to be a long Ouch. winter. Um, but yeah, so I mean, you know, it's been a really, really, really busy sort of summer period for us at Avgeeks Assemble. I think pretty much every air show has had one of us there, um, sometimes multiple. So I thought what we'd kind of do is sort of we'd go around the room and sort of just give a highlight of where we've been throughout the, the course of the year and then sort of go from there and kind of spitball out and discuss various things in, in more detail. So let's start with you, Tim. Where have you been this year? Uh, so apart from Rhea, which is like the, the pinnacle or the highlight of my year, I think, probably. It's mecca, um, isn't it? Yeah, basically, yeah. So yeah, I did, a, I did the VE flying day at Duxford. Mm. Um, and then we had a week away in Wales in the loop. Um, in that week, we went to Valley for a day, wasn't it? Um, so yeah, we went to Valley for the day, came back, and then we did what was it Duxford Battle of Britain, uh, airshow, Riyadh. Uh, we had a got invited along to a private shoot at Waddisham for the fandom, which was rather nice. Um, and then Last week, I did the shoot at Ben Waters Cold War Museum with Co-op uh, with the Jaguar. That was that was lovely, seeing a Jaguar up close like that. Uh, and then yesterday, just as a day off, went to out to Flixton. Uh, I went to the Suffolk and Norfolk Aviation Museum. Um, one of the guys at work is a trustee there, and he's been badgering me to go and visit it and sort of like go and have a look around. Uh, it's only sort of like 25 minutes down the road. And what a collection they've got. It's a great little museum. Uh, isn't it? Absolute blew me away. Like as you drive in sort of like the front gate, there's a super saver there. You sort of think, huh. <laughs> it's not the thing you see every day at the uh, museum. And it's, you know, it's in lovely condition. Um, it's amazing you know, it's how not... much stuff they've got packed into their site, to be fair. On such a small footprint of a site. Yeah. You know, um, and their their 
their Sea Harrier, I think, is is owned by IWM, and IWM have said we want it back because it's it's the one that Sharky Ward um, used during the Falklands, and it's got some like combat kills and everything else. Um, so they're taking that, I believe, in exchange for the Jaguar that's yes. hanging up. Yeah, okay. That's right. Yeah, the, the Jag at Duxford. Duxford are going through a phase where they want to have only um, all sort of war experience fighters and things. So they're trying I to. I suppose it gives them something a bit more schlurb to write about. Yeah. Them. And it, I think yeah. the, the Jag at Duxford is a um, it's a test bed. I don't think it was yeah. ever actually fully operational. So I think they're, they're changing that out. But yeah. My only, my only thing would be so long as they can um, maybe display the Jag outside, because. The only thing with the Sea Harrier was I was really looking forward to seeing it. I thought it was outside. And when I got there yesterday, it was inside. And it got a, like, <laughs> it sounds really like first world problems. Oh, it, you know, it got a lightning next to it and it was really yeah. cluttered. And you got, <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> no. That is a first world uh, problem. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Um, what are you doing? Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, but it would be nice to, like, they've got a, a phantom and they've got a javelin and they've got the super saver all outside and everything you can get lovely shots of them um you know it just be nice to get the jag out there maybe um but yeah so that was that's that's been my my sort of year of days scattered scattered around sort of bumbling about at building hall and lake and heath here and there basically nice nice what i will say about the the suffolk and norfolk aviation museum is that the the way they've placed that uh, phantom, I, I, it's one of the, the best angles you can get of a phantom in this country, I think. It's kind of almost on its own a little bit, isn't it? Just away from it everything is, else. And you can, you can pretty much go all the way around it. So if yeah. the sun, like I got there uh, just after 10 in the morning. The sun was sort of like right on the left-hand side, waited an hour or so, and it was, you know, the sun had moved and the shadows have obviously moved and everything else. Um, but there was a there was the opportunity as well because they've got it sort of like next to a bloodhound missile. Um, back in the day when the F fours were at Wattisham at the end of the runways, they had bloodhound missiles. So it was, that was quite a nice sort of. I can get the bloodhound missile in the same shot as the F four. All right, it's not a seventy four squadron or fifty six squadron Phantom, but you know there's that whole ah, oh, that's a nice little shot. Um, there's obviously been a little bit of thought there. Yeah. I mean, it's a great little museum. I mean, I sort of went there once just on a whim because I was just on a whim, just on yeah. the off chance of just going and see it. Isn't it? Exactly. And I ended up speaking to one of the volunteers for um, sort of a couple of hours, just just walking around the plane, just chatting to him. And I think also one of the, the one of the things that amused me slightly is that inside one of the sort of the, the hangar spaces they have, they have the skins of the, I think, is it the, is it the Mark 14 Spitfire that's at Duxford? Yeah, um, it's got the when it was reskinned, they kept the skins. I oh, right. put it on like a mock-up frame. There's a Spitfire skin of a Spitfire, which is currently still flying. <laughs> and it's, it's kind of it's like a it's like a weird sort of little some some of the stuff they've got in their collection. I think is just it's, it's oh, there's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of real obscurities. Like they've got a refueling pod off of Victor, yeah, and they've taken one of the one of the sort of like top covers off it, so you can see all the insides of it of how it's plumbed into the wing of the Victor how it goes through, how the hose reel and stuff is all reeled in. Um, and I I sort of pinched myself because I was like standing there for about 20 minutes just fascinated by it. Yes. <laughs> just like, you did, know. did they let you play with their air raid siren? Uh, not this time. 
Yeah, they've got, they've, got, they've got an air raid siren, and that's that. There was yeah. a um, there was a um, there was a group of cubs, what scouts or something. They were being churned around, so I would imagine they were probably let loose later on in the day with the uh, with an air raid siren. Um, yeah, but no, I mean, like, like a lot of sort of um, private collections or like like the Jag, you know, they just rely on sort of like donations or um, charity sort of don't you know donations or whatever you want to call it um i went there with no no idea of what i was really going to see i checked the website and have a look and stuff and you kind of go okay yeah that's kind of cool yeah but i walked i walked in and i was just like wow i'm gonna be here for a couple of hours at least yeah <laughs> i mean what what that blew me away but apart from the fact that they've got the stuff the, the planes they have there i mean they've got like they've got some really nice bits of kit there it's just the, the passion that the people who are there volunteering oh, all, all of the it, um, you know all the volunteers they were so friendly and that and you know I, I don't want to say like they know their stuff but they're all so happy to just stand there and talk to you about yeah, it you know exactly they've that. got a passion for it uh, and that's lovely you know um and on the way out i sort of said you know i'll be back in a few weeks because you're only, you know you're literally only sort of like 25 minutes down the road yeah. I'll come back. <laughs> I'll be happy to come back. You know, um, yeah, it was great, great, great little museum. Um, that's good, especially when you have a museum like that that's so close to where you live. You can visit it constantly and get some oh, really totally. good shots. So I said, like, got home. The wife was like, "How was your day?" I was like, "Yeah, it was great. I'll go back in a few weeks." She's like, why? <laughs> you know, I was like, "Well, I'll probably miss something." Yeah, like, or there'd be different. You know, there'd be different light, or you'll yeah, think of a different angle. Exactly, exactly. Um, yeah. Or the grass is slightly shorter or slightly longer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's amazing how much of a difference that makes. It's like there's there's the one thing I sort of when I sort of say to my wife is that you know when I go somewhere she's like well you've been there like hundred million times before I'm like yeah but the light is different or yeah. they've cut the grass that's or, it no. you know they've moved a plane so the light is slightly different on the one that was. You know what I mean? Perhaps we need to have a sort of like. Perhaps we need to write a book, understanding an av geek. Yeah, <laughs> a part a partner's guide. Yeah. <laughs> that would sell like hotcakes. Yeah. <laughs> Chapter seven. He's or gone get, again. Or we get them to write a book. The av geeks, according to their wives. Yeah. Oh god, no. <laughs> Uh, all they do is spend money, talk about planes, take the same photo from the same place every time. Yeah, can, exactly can, get up at, can get up at five o'clock in the morning, regardless of weather. Can't yeah. get up at half past six to walk the dog. Yeah, exactly <laughs> that. Yeah, no, yeah, was, yeah, crazy, crazy times being an Avgeek symbol guy or just being an Avgeek in general. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, Ben, obviously, you know, what have you been up to? I mean, you—I know you've been out to a lot of shoots this year, and you, you not not just like your standard air shows here. You've been over to Europe. You've done a few of the um, uh, sort of the organised sort of evening shoots and that. So, you know, give us a rundown of what you've done. Yeah. So, um, the year started off really as as it mostly does with sitting editing at home, thinking hmm, it's still too cold to go out and shoot planes, um, but persevered and went up to Waddington in March for Cobra Warrior um, when it snowed, which was interesting. Um, not snowed enough that it was on the ground, but snowed enough that it was cold. cold. Um, which was nice because we had the Indian Mirage 2000s over, which was just very... 
um, seeing those. Um, and then obviously X Tiger in the uh, other Belgian Air Force aircraft rover and the Finnish F-18s, or Finnish who were not part of NATO at the time, um, had brought their F-18s over. So that was good a day up there. Uh, obviously seeing the locals, the Red Arrows came out and went off to Scampton, did their display and then came back. Um, after that, it was just like the odd trip here and there uh, up to Bristol, catch some schemes that were coming in um for an article that i was writing at the time for bristol airport um and then as as tim said we went up to the mac loop in may for a week which was interesting as it always is Food, <laughs> and some some flying things here, um, and there. here and there um actually managed to catch um two airframes i've never seen in the loop one being an RAF Puma, well, two RAF Pumas at Golden Hour, which was nice. Um, and then catching the exact same Hercules twice on two separate days, which just topped it all off. That was the one thing I wanted to see before they were retired, but that's a sensitive subject. We won't go into that. Uh, I have to admit that that pass in the loop, uh, what was it? Was it on the Friday when it came Friday through? Friday morning. We we're on bulk. Yeah. Um, like I, I put a reel up of it coming through, and like every time I watch it, at the end, I just let out this almighty great yes, and it was <laughs> it was just so genuine, like because obviously yeah. we'd had we'd had quite a quiet week, hadn't we? Yes, some of us had, yeah. <laughs> and it was just it was just so much pent up, um, I don't know, frustration from like slow days um yeah lack, yeah lack of sleep hungoverness um <laughs> whatever meat, you want to meat comas <laughs> meat coma beer coma but there was that whole sort of like release of you know what would be the pinnacle thing that i want to see come through the loop this week an ref herc before they go and last day expletive fuck me here it comes <laughs> you know yeah that it, was, it uh... was literal just Ah, just yeah. such a release of just yeah. shouting, you know, just fit like ah, it was just yeah. The 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 day, yeah, yeah. That was one of those moments where it's like I I thought that like you know I wasn't wasn't going to see one again because yeah. mm-hmm. on CAD the day before it had gone through bulk and then gone straight through. Um, oh yeah, it just went it sort yeah. of like, and I, I, yeah. I thought it's I thought you know what door left, didn't it? Yeah, and I'm just yeah. like you know what I'm not going to see one this year. Yeah, and then as mm-hmm. it turned out, I've seen more REF C one thirties this year than I've seen in my entire um, <laughs> aviation photography sort of time. As you do, as yeah. you do. Yeah, no, I I completely agree with you. And when we seen it on the um, on the Thursday up in bulk, which was the only pass we got um, all day on Thursday, the herd yeah. going through. Um, and you I, had a hell, of, you had a hell of a climb up there as well, didn't you? Oh, when when a... you were, where were you? Uh, Bluebell. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a very fun climb. Not the first time going up there. It was uh, yeah, it was hideous. But yeah, seeing seeing the hurt go through, and Ant and Tom will, will will say this as well when when we were up there, when the pass finished and it we seen it go like disappear from the valley. I sat down. I didn't even look at my camera no. or my phone. I, I I just looked and I just like welled up because it was such. It was just so overwhelming. Overwhelming. Yeah. That's that's the that's that's, that's yeah. the word I needed. 
That's yeah, it. it was just so it. overwhelming. You know, you go, what do I want to see this week? Like the the four hour drive to Wales or whatever it was that it took me and Rob, you know, get there, unpack. Tuesday obviously was a really slow day, and we got the two pumas right at the end of the day. And that then was I think extremely on, slow day. on the on the Wednesday, me and Rob just went, right, we're going to Valley. You know, we need we're mm-hmm. over this way, we're gonna to go to Valley, we've never been. We want the we want some flying. <laughs> none, of this, yeah. none of this blank day malarkey. Um, so we went to Valley. We had a great day at Valley, to be honest, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It, yeah, was, it did I look mean, like you had it. Absolutely, yeah. like, proper... I mean, we, we literally jumped... We, we threw ourselves out of the car, didn't we? Because there were... Um, Our hawks were in. on approach, weren't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like, just like, the car, from, run. <laughs> yeah. And then from then on, <laughs> but, it was um, just like, all day, wasn't it? But, like, even if it was a, a sort of like a slow day there, oh, my God, it's beautiful up there like yeah. <laughs> the scenery up there is just phenomenal you know um so we had a great day at valley thursday was a well that was a slow day we had, we had a couple of texans and we saw yeah, we, a, had, we, we saw hercules in the distance cat, didn't we, we? <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, that was a, and then so it was yeah, fantastic all, friday all, all eggs were placed firmly in the basket for friday we've got to have something today to you know to make this yeah. week worth it. It was the and ultimate then, punt, wasn't it, the Friday? It was, it really was. And the Hercules was like the first thing that came through, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, so we had the, Her- like, yeah, the Hercules right at, the right first on, one. Right bang on early in the morning. Um, and it was the same right. one that had come through the day before as well. It was the same yeah. airframe, which turned out to be sticker um, in in the future. Sticker in the future, it. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, just that, that pass and then seeing it sort of like disappear and then just shouting screaming whatever you you know whatever you want to call it it's just such an overwhelming release of mm. oh my god thank god i saw it because yeah that's what i wanted to see yeah yeah it was definitely a really good end to the week um, so for some of us well yeah yeah for some of us <laughs> i feel like for those of us who were there all week there was a real sort of pent-up kind of sort of frustration because yeah. we hadn't you know you know it's with a loop, you know, it's always going to be a risk. You know, you, you know oh, that totally. you're going to climb the hills, oh, yeah. you're not necessarily going to see anything. But it's just like when you've been through the whole week and you've not really seen anything, you've had a Texan or two here and there. It's like, but to that, what we had, I mean, it felt like on that Friday was just like non stop and it felt like being kids. Oh, it was, candy shop, it almost you know? was non stop, wasn't it? And it was, yeah, it was insane. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, we came back from that. Um, then I had a trip to Bryce Norton on a weekend to go and do a um, a shoot there during the day. Uh, very hot. Um, surprised I didn't actually stick to the tarmac there at Bryce Norton. Um, if you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, got to got a photograph. Uh, two C one thirties, an A four hundred, two C seventeens, um, and a Voyager, which was quite sneaky, but we were allowed. Yeah. Um, and then after May, it was a bit of a bit of a quiet month. Um, the B ones returned to RAF Fairford for their second deployment, well, their first deployment of the year. Funnily enough, um, second one's just just started this this week, uh, as of recording. Um, so yeah, I popped up and seen those take off on the one day, which was just an absolutely insane experience having four engines a full afterburner going straight over the top of your 50 foot the other half didn't really appreciate it 
Um, <laughs> she hates she she officially hates the B ones now. Um, so much so that she went and seen them on Saturday. Um, <laughs> um, she says she then, hates them. She secretly loves them. Oh, absolutely. She says it's her favorite aircraft. She loves a bone. <laughs> she does love a bone. <laughs> um, giggity. Giggity, yeah. Um, and then the pinnacle for me really was the retirement flight of the C-130s. Um, so went up to the Mac Loop. It was a quiet day, people-wise. Yeah, no, it was very busy, very, very busy. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, a Texan almost ruined it, as as they always do. Oof. They always decide to turn up. So, yeah, Texan came through 30 seconds before the, the Herks were due. Um, and then, yeah, it was going from everyone talking to a dead silence watching them come around bulk. So we were, on, we were up on CAD, me and Tom and James and Tom Nicklin and a few other people. Um, yeah, seeing them come around the corner uh, was just a I'd, I'd seen four, uh, four MC-130s from the US Air Force um, go through, but seeing three RAF perks at once was just insane. Absolutely. It took my breath away. Um, there was a tear after the last one, 871, went round the corner and disappeared. Um, yes, yeah, so there was a tear. Uh, I think, Rob, you went and I think you went and seen that. Yeah, so because obviously um, Cambridge was sort of the maintenance station for the RAF Herc, so they came and did yeah. a, um, a fly pass through Cambridge Airport. And yeah, yeah, it, that was a very strange thing for me because I, I kind of, you know, I, I, I've never spotted there, but I know the airport, mm-hmm. I know the, the layout and everything and um, got there and sort of parked myself under the landing lights. And I was, I was half expecting them to come through at sort of like a sort of fairly high um and just yeah. sort of fly through but um sort of what kind of transpired was one of them kind of held off sort of off to the side of them as almost like a camera ship um mm. and then the other two came in went really low just sort of almost to sort of low flew the runway and then came off and just kind of literally pulled up just right above me and it was it was oh. very much a kind of it was i mean i had my 200 500 thinking you know they're going to be up in the sky or whatever but i thought yeah. at that point it's just kind of like i'm not going to catch this at all so i just, <laughs> kind of just threw my camera aimed it at them and just blasted off a few shots and just had them just literally pull up over the top of me and it was one of those weird kind of um really like a heart in the sort of mm. throat oh, absolutely. yeah yeah it's, i was kind of like I, I i don't do emotions well i'm not an emotional person but it was mm. one of those moments where it's just kind of like a real lump in the throat, you know, and you kind of just like, you know, yeah. And it, I think what it was for me was when we were stood there, it's, I was kind of half expecting there'd be a load of spotters there, you know, because obviously, um, yeah. But then there were just loads of people there that would, weren't spotters. They were just kind of like people who had seen the Hercs come in yeah. and out of Cambridge for many, many years. And it's just like it, the field was like full of people. And you mm. just stood there with these people and you're there for the same reason. It's just like, you know, if, a plane has had that impact on just normal people like outside of the sphere of the aviation world if if, if it's had that impact on people yeah then you know it's obviously Something it's made special. a mark you know and it's yeah. just like i mean I, i've got some shots from that and they're you know if i was to look at them again as like a critical eye of what a photo should be like they just they'd be rubbish but when you take the photo and you look at it in in, in the moment that you took it it's just like it's just like, it's one of the, this the, the favorite shot I've took this year is one of the shots that's just kind of 
grabbing a blown out C one thirty flying mm. over the top of me at Cambridge this year. Because it's just it was yeah. it was one of those moments where you sort of realise, you know, this is this is it. You know? Yeah. Oh no, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean I think going on like shot of the year for me i mean we will we will probably cover it in a later podcast like towards the end of the year but what my my shot for me of the year was the two hercs coming towards and one just slightly crossing over the other one um was yeah absolutely and same as you everyone on the hill as soon as the last one went past and the cameras stopped clicking there was just dead silence yeah like and everyone was just kind of taking it in, going, "Wow, that's that's just happened." You know that that's that's it. We're we're not going to see an RAF C one thirty Hercules through the Mac Loop ever again. It's like, it's like a, it, uh, the way I best described it. I was, I was to sort of explain to my wife. It was like a group mourning. You know, you, oh, yeah, you're kind of like definitely. it's like you know that's that's it. That's kind of like your your that's your final goodbyes. You know, and it's kind of like yeah, it, it, yeah. It, it was a. I mean, I've never experienced that sensation with anything i mean no i mean at the end of the day it's an inanimate object and i, I you oh, know, yeah. I've never sort of experienced that kind of thing but it was just like, it was a weird kind of a, mm. a, just a group mourning everyone's mourning the same thing yeah it was it was a very weird vibe um but you were surrounded by people that had that same feeling as well you know the feeling of you know wow you know that's that's a historical moment there this this happened we're not going to see that ever again mm. um and in the end, we rounded a day off with another Texan. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, after that, it was then the build-up to the big event of the year, the Royal International Air Tattoo at RAF Fairford. Um, did two, the two days of uh, arrivals, which had to be done simply because of the Phantom, the Harriers, and the SU-22s arriving. Without a shadow of a doubt, you know, regardless of anything else that turned up, those were the show stealers, the show stoppers that have to be seen, have to be snapped, you know. Um, waiting until, what time do we wait till? I think it was nearly 7 o'clock for the Phantom to arrive. Um, and just hearing and seeing that ripping across the sky, straight over the runway, in golden hour, was just like bite your fist. Yeah, no, no, exactly. Um, so yeah, again, <laughs> Thursday and Friday was mediocre weather saturday was that's a nice way of putting it <laughs> yeah yeah we, we won't go into rob's putting the umbrella up and it stops raining and then him taking it off and it starts raining again um we won't go i passed that. that curse on to somebody else says that's no longer my curse <laughs> yeah true yeah um and then the saturday was really poor weather wise and then monday was really hot and we got treated to some spectacular takeoffs mm, we did um Return of the Phantom, which was just <laughs> brilliant. Yeah. Um, thank, thank you very much, French air traffic control. Yeah, well done. <laughs> <laughs> About time you did something right. Oh, ooh, yeah. bless the French. <laughs> <laughs> um, so after that was a trip down to a little local air show um, called Aerofest, which is held at Middlesbrough Airfield, um, hosted by Navy Wings. Um, shameless plug for them. We're not sponsored by them or anything like that. No. Um, it was a fantastic little air show that they brought. They had um, the Stinson, Harvard, um, Tiger Moth, Wasp, and then they flew in their Swordfish and the Seafire, which the two of those were, the, again, showstoppers. Absolutely fantastic. Couldn't that Seafire is beautiful, isn't it? Absolutely. If 
if anyone doesn't know what a C fire looks like, just imagine a Spitfire, but in like two tone grey. Yeah, with a tail hook, green and grey camo, and it is just beautiful. Um, then after that, it was kind of like a little recess, and then into August, it did a quick trip to the loop again. Um, finally, after a hiatus of how many years? We won't go into that. Um, the Typhoons returned to the Mac Loop. Um, yes, yeah, so caught caught Typhoon going through the loop. It was the only aircraft that went through the entire day. Uh, oh no! What a blank buster! Yeah, <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely worth to climb up a blue belt again. Um, and then took a second trip over uh, for the second year running to uh, France, and went to Aero Leg- Air Legend at Villa Rocher, Malone, or Malone, sorry for any French listeners if I've just butchered the town's name. Monsieur, um, with the Villa Rocher, you're really spoiling us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, absolutely amazing air show. Um, seeing that the French don't have to abide by the British CAA rules to see two Raphaels going full burners, like darting in front of each other, uh, like 100, 200 feet right in front of you, not like halfway across the country, was astonishing. Um, again, see another aircraft that don't come over to the UK, a JU-52, if you don't know what that is, tri-engine German transporter from the Second World nice. War. Beautiful piece of kit. Amazing to see that. Uh, the Red Bulls were there with their P-38, uh, F-4, and... Uh, B25 Mitchell, which again, beautiful, plane. controversial. Part of the delivery. Thank you very much. I was going to say it, but I got told off last time by the pilot of the P38 Lightning. But we, again, we'll go into that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, yeah, it came back from that. Um, it was a very nice time, a, a long, a lot of driving. Um, I think it was about 24 hours worth of driving for one day, basically. <laughs> Um, and then a very rare visitor into uh, Bristol Airport towards the end of September, um, a Brazilian KC390, which yep. which everyone kind of didn't think was going to happen. Uh, everyone thought it was fake. Nope, it turned up. Um, and then recently, uh, as in Thursday night, that's a, as of time recording, I think it was the, what was the date of Thursday? 12th. 12th, that's it. Uh, yes, because it was Friday the 13th. On Saturday, yep. right even. Um, went to RNS Yeovilton for their night shoot, uh, hosted by Navy Wings again. Um, which RNS Yeovilton kindly brought over uh, one of their Merlins. Uh, we also had access to Leonardo helicopters who were based there. They pulled out to their Wildcats and let us have a look into the hangar, which was pretty cool. Uh, and the Dutch were there, one of their NH90s, so got to to snap that and then even more recent yesterday uh so that was saturday the 14th uh went to RF fairford where as i said earlier the b1s had come in for their next deployment and uh caught two of them coming in which was uh, a long wait um but well well worth it to see to see the bones again coming over yeah. to the uk and um yeah that has pretty much rounded up my uh my year's activities wonderful i mean yeah the, this i mean this year has been an, a sort of an obscene year for me. I was I was working it early. I was going through my list of stuff that I've done. I've, I've committed thirty two days 
to aviation events this year. So I've got a uh, very, very understanding wife. Um, <laughs> so I went to, um, I started off my year because I went to the uh, um, IWM. They did a hurricane exhibition, which is called Unsung Hero. And it was about the evolution mm. of the uh, hurricane. They had some of the, um, the sort of the Fury Nimrod um, in there with all of the um, hurricanes. I think that uh, as well. Uh, uh, yeah, we, we went together, didn't yeah. we? Oh yeah. yeah, it was that memorable. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we, we went together on one. I went together on another one because they brought in the Sea Hurricane from Shuttleworth. Fine, I see you... how it is. Fine, fine. Yeah. <laughs> you could yeah, come thank, up. Yeah, that was an invite. invite. <laughs> yeah, that, that was nice to sort of see all the all the the um, airworthy hurricanes all in one place. Um, and then sort of uh, from there in March, we went up to Logan Heath, Tim, me, you, and Tom. Um, to sort of the crack in a couple of days yeah just just enjoyed the crack and some the the weather was a bit more predictable this year as opposed to last year when it yeah. was just all over the place. <laughs> when it wanted to do everything <laughs> didn't it yeah and then we did um, obviously the v day at duxford um and then the week at mac loop which we've already sort of been through um then again in may um ben you and i were at bryce for the um sort of the yes. fair, official farewell of the herc um and then cosford in june um the less said about that, the better. Um, <laughs> and then I went to the Best of British uh, Old Warden, which was a, another good show. Um, again, C-130, final fly past. A week full of Riyadh in July. I'm sure Tim and I will, will go through our week on that. Um, and in August, August was my big one. Um, 19 Squadron Flying Day, Duxford. Uh, whole weekend, Eastbourne. Then I went to the IWM Flying Evening, Great Gransden. Um, flying show um, and then in September Duxford Battle of Britain, our trip to Watersham and then Monday just gone I went to Coningsby for a uh, couple of hours just to kind of go around the uh, BBMF hangar and sort of see some planes. So yeah, I mean you can see from the sort of stuff that I've done just what busy year it's been for us. I mean should we, let's let's dive into some of it kind of like in a more sort of granular fashion. Let's talk about React. Because, you know, React's the big one. That's the one we all sort of focus on. That's kind of like that's its, our... That's its own podcast, I think, isn't it? <laughs> it is right, its own it? podcast. But, yeah, it's, it's kind of like, yeah, React's the mecca for us, isn't it? You know, and it's sort of like yeah. um, every member of the group does it in a different way. And I think that's what's great about it is that, you know, there's uh, some people go there for a day. Some go there for a couple of days. Some will go there because they're crazy and decide they'll go for the whole week. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, what do you guys think of React? I mean, I think... I, I'm kind of sort of on the fence with it, you know. I the lineup was incredible, you know. And if that lineup was throwing you at any other air show, you'd be saying that's a classic air show. I think yep. for me, what did it? I think what stopped it being one of those what you'd call the vintage Riyadh, um, was the weather. And I think even I think it was even though we had the one day which was pretty much rained off. I think there was a, an element of it was. Um, the wind was quite draining after after a couple of yes. days. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I've like I've spoken to people um, like since, and the the first thing that sort of like when you say, "Oh yeah, I was at Ria," the first thing that rolls out of their head is, "Were you there on Friday? Oh my god, how wet was it?" Yes, it was. It was absolutely. It was. Yeah. Well, the the day was rained off, wasn't it? Basically, pretty much. Yeah, but. It just gave opportunities for wet static shots. Um, a typhoon fluffing through the sky, creating a, say, a typhoon turning into a cloud display. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That was just ridiculous. Um, 
but it also gave you like because there wasn't flying happening gave you the chance to go and do other things like mm-hmm. we bumped into people in the the free app sort of area yes and out in the in the in the in the showground itself type thing around the statics you know you bumped into people and stuff um and so because you weren't sort of like preoccupied by what was flying up in the sky gave you a chance to actually interact and socialize with people um I don't want to say it felt like you know you you were down the pub. That's not what I mean. But there was that social aspect. It was a, a you know you you could take your time and actually talk to someone rather than go oh yeah I'll catch up with you in a minute. I just want to get a picture of this. You know you I feel actually... like it was totally like being down the pub at points. <laughs> well yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> it's a very unnatural um... place for you to be, isn't it? <laughs> um... Uh, well, if nothing's flying and there's beer there, then what are you going to do? Oh, you know? well, yeah. When in, <laughs> when in France, when um, in Rome. When in Rio. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I didn't, like, the Friday, yes, it was absolutely soaked. By the time I'd left um, the campsite and it was looking like Glastonbury to the time I'd trudged in through the gate and my boots were soaked, I knew it was going to be a wet day. Mm. Um, <laughs> my My waterproof coat was already soaked <laughs> so it's just like right i need to change this otherwise i'm going to be cold all day so i went and bought a poncho um by the time i bought the poncho like the um fleece that i was wearing underneath was soaking wet and i was not going oh. to stand there all day in soaking wet clothes like you say with that wind i was like no done that on the did did that last year on the loop trip up on cad west i'm not standing there in the wind and the rain again oh yeah that was <laughs> so just yeah, yeah exactly so i went and bought myself a fleece like a free app fleece or whatever it was like is it you know it's it's thick it's warm it's fine great brilliant did um, they must sell you it so you got it for like 15 quid or something you got like a 40 quid fleece for 15 quid neither confirm or deny that that happened uh, <laughs> For the benefit of the tape. But it is very warm. <laughs> um, but it, it, it's that whole sort of cliche, you know, oh, I'm not going to let the rain sort of piss on my parade. You know, it was like even getting back to the campsite and so like it was like the song. <laughs> it was just ridiculous um, how muddy it was and people were having to be sort of like towed around by tractor to get to their pitch and stuff like this. Um, you know, it was it was hilarious uh, for me. Riyadh was uh, the arrivals days, oh, just phenomenal, just brilliant. Um, the obviously the Friday didn't really happen. Saturday happened in a fashion. Sunday was kind of a sort of like catch up with everything that hasn't happened already. And then the Monday yeah. is just like pure carnage. It's like good, yeah, it's just nonstop. <laughs> it's just like yeah, yeah go on. Everything's out of it. Everything, get out. Some of you come back. Um, <laughs> um, but no, like React for me, I was like, yeah, it was everything. Like I was proper hyped up for it, as we all know. Um, you know, seeing Phantoms again, seeing Harriers again, seeing Tonkers again, and seeing an SU twenty two. Like you said, Ben, you know, it's, it's just the yeah. Uh, um, yeah, it was it was a great it was a great air show week for me. And this year, like, it's it's almost like that Friday being rained off actually gave you a chance to sort of like recompose, catch your breath, 
whereas last year was just full on go 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 for like six days this year i didn't feel as saturated i didn't feel as exhausted and i didn't feel as um overwhelmed so to speak mm. with the whole air show aviation photography all of that um i was still tired don't get me wrong yeah. and i was still oh god i've got like I think something like 16,000 shots to go through and delete and come away with sort of like 10 shots for the week or something stupid. You know? <laughs> um, uh, but it was for me this year, it was, it was, it was the social aspect as well. Like, yeah. and even um, what was it the Wednesday or the Thursday when we, we were down there for arrivals and um, uh, Gareth joined us, uh, defense him. Yeah. Yeah, that was a Thursday, wasn't it? Thursday, wasn't it? You know, people that you sort of like chat to on Instagram, you do the whole cliche thing. Oh yeah, let's catch up at you know, we'll catch up at Riyadh, we'll catch up at Riyadh, and then you do, and you kind of you go, oh yeah, that was that was really cool, you know. Um, and it's it's the same cliche thing that you stand there and go, oh, you Defense Images UK off of Instagram, yeah. Oh, you RTOB, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. You know. Um, and there were people that I didn't manage to catch up with. There were people that I sort of like just bumped into in the queue at the bar at the campsite for Christ's sakes. Um, you know, it's just, it was a much more social year for me this year. Um, and yeah, I, I thought the actual air show itself was, was just brilliant, superb. Yeah. Um, you know, all right, parking all the flying aircraft over the other side. Yeah little bit bummed out by that because we all wanted to get those crew in shots and stuff yeah. and stuff like that but that wasn't going to detract from anything for me um you know seeing a b52 knock out a load of lights on its display and then sort of like taxiing down and stuff you know that's that's just comical um no, there were there were so many more positives to come away with yeah. than any any sort of negative i mean for me it was uh, it... I mean, I've been going since what 2017 ish. Yeah. Um, and I, I think it's probably my favorite Riyadh. Um, so ignoring the weather, I mean, I think, you know, seeing stuff like the Phantom and the SU 22 come in and seeing two B 52s come flying in, screaming in here. And it's just like stuff like that. It's just kind of, it just rattles the bones. And I think, like, like you say, there was a very social element to it. It's like in those. For me, it justifies why, why you spend a week at an airbase for yeah, an air exactly show. you see like mm-hmm. you say you see all that stuff come in when are you next going to see an su-22 yeah who knows are we likely to see harriers again who knows are we yeah. likely to see tonkers again who knows, who knows? you know yeah, yeah exactly and it's, it's i mean the, the, uh, uh, for me the, the social aspect was one of the real i think the weather allowed that social element to it so i mean it, we, when we had the sort of arrivals days i mean we met sort of people that we knew vaguely and we sort of like you start the day as strangers leave as friends and it was like, there was always that element as well especially for us in the free enclosure there are people that i know in the free enclosure um even within our own group yeah that we got to know better because we were kind of forced inside mm. because of the weather and but the whole the met- whole um the whole cliche thing of you know oh we'll meet up yeah oh if you're doing free oh yeah we'll meet up obviously on the friday we met up with um tom didn't we uh, Tom Jones from the yeah Tom from from UCAR from and the UCAR. other UCAR guys yeah yeah you know, yeah and I've I've so like spoken to Tom in group chats and stuff for the last I don't know what two years or so 
and it was just great to be able to put a face to the name and stand exactly. there, chew the fat, chat, shit, and you know, call each other a certain thing yeah. um, because, it's, <laughs> because it's polite, <laughs> you know. But it was great to be able to sort of go, oh, hi, it's great to actually finally meet you. you know? mm. No, that was that was good. That was lovely. I mean, that's, that's one of the things I love about Ria. I mean, it's like, it's almost, I mean, I, I don't want to say the flying is secondary, but it's sort of like, from, I always sort of view Riyadh like I used to view music festivals. So you go along, you go for the atmosphere, you go for the people that are there. And it's like, you know, if you get some excellent flying and some excellent stuff, that adds to it. Yeah. I feel like I feel like it's one of those things as, as aviation photographers, we all kind of aim for Riyadh. And, you know, you, you'll, you, you don't go sort of like 100 metres about someone going, oh, you, you're, you're so-and-so, aren't you? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like you, you sort of, you sort of look at someone and go, "Do I know you?" I recognise you. Yeah, and it's like it's like even even with us, it's like you know we'll we'll kind of um, like we won't arrange to meet up with each other, and then you just kind of see each other, and just like point. It's like I see you. <laughs> yeah, and it's just funny, like, you should t- funny you should say that. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like it's it's yeah, Ria, it's just I mean I I did really enjoy this year. I mean even though the weather was horrible. I felt like it was there was just something about this year that I think kind of I'd soon take that weather that we had this year over last year's. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean it was just it was one of those one of those things where it's just kind of like, you know, what we lost in flying was made up for in social other ways. I mean, I, I mm. do I, I do feel sorry for people who literally only booked the Friday ticket. I feel for those those people and that, but you know, if if you were there for two or three days, there was just so much to see, so much to experience. Yeah. And I think it was it really and, and I mean I mean we're we're on this podcast we are quite quick to criticize people and criticize organization stuff, but I feel no. like they <laughs> We do no such thing. Negative. But I feel like this time around DBH need a lot of credit for the lineup they put together and being able to put on shows and put on flying on all days, even if the weather was terrible, and equally to the pilots who decided, you know what, we're gonna go and throw our typhoon around, like oh, you know. Everyone deserves credit. I think it was a, it was a, a well worked out show this year, and I, you know, I, I enjoyed every second of it. Even though at the time it's like sitting there thinking this is wet, I don't like it. In the hindsight of it, it was it was a great show. It really was, and it I just I, made it more comical. Yeah, mm. and I, I can't wait to next year. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. already looking forward to next yeah. year. Definitely, definitely, definitely. It's that old mantra, isn't it? You're in it to win it. If you if you don't go for the shows the show days and you just go for a certain days and you miss out you can't complain you can't yeah. go oh that's not fair they didn't fly on the friday but they flew on Saturday. well you you had the opportunity to go yeah you didn't go it pays your money it takes your choice yeah. that's it yeah. that is it um and I, I did feel sorry for people when sort of like you know people are posting shots of the what was it the danish f-16 and it only flew on the thursday and the friday didn't it yeah and then yeah. left on the monday <laughs> yeah. it's just like yeah. Although it didn't leave, and then it did leave, because that to bring the that to bring the two seater in with a pilot and oh yeah, or an engineer, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, React for me, like like you guys said, was just an icing on the cake. I I was actually more satisfied with my arrivals and departures shots than I was with my actual air show shots. Yes, yes, I, I agree. Totally agree. Yeah, totally go along be- with that. Not not because I'm a piss poor photographer, but it was because you'd get a different angle than what other people were getting. Yeah. 
yeah a lot of people you know we've seen the videos where everyone's camera's trained up at the aircraft and tracks it and there's like 50,000 lenses following one aircraft where on arrivals and departures days there's less because there's not as many people to go mm-hmm. so you can get that unique angle and obviously you know we were on steps we won't mention something that happened um but yeah it was arrivals and departures there was definitely more entertaining for me but yeah seeing those rare aircraft coming in i mean we got uh, we completely forgot the 262 i was just about to say the 262 yeah yes i know it's a replica it's not the real thing rah, 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 rah. but to see a 262 flying in the uk airspace again first time since the 1940s mm. with a spitfire and a mustang literally for all warbird enthusiasts was just like mecca it's just like oh you know, definitely an actual 109 from Hangar 10 in in the state in uh, Germany would have just completed it. And there would have been <laughs> a lot of mess on the floor. Um, but yeah, it was it was great. You know, um, again, like you said, the weather was a bit meh. Nothing you could do about it. Um, but it just added. But it just added to it because once the sort exactly. of rain had gone through, you'd got those really dramatic skies in the background. Yeah. Mm. Beats just no. plain blue skies. You've got those. And rather, like you like say, rather than last year's just plain blue sky blank. Yeah. Can't do anything mm. with it. You've got that really dynamic, like. Um, clouds up. Clouds. And, you know, and that's just the background. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You haven't got to yeah. worry about photoshopping a bloody sky replacement in. The sky was there. It's, it's already yeah, there for exactly, you to use. Exactly. Yeah. And it was just stuff like the, the vapor as well. Oof. Because when we shoot there's more humidity and more moisture in the air, you get more fluff, and that just adds to it as well. It just gives the aircraft that other dynamic. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then seeing some of the flying displays as well, like you know, seeing an A four hundred with two Tonkers mm. doing a mock air to air refueling. Seeing two Tonkers refueling. Yeah. yeah, seeing two Tonkers refueling. This is another thing I wanted to touch on. It's like, what did you think of the themes? I mean, I I thought the um. The tanker theme, the sky tanker theme, was it's inspired. So you, you don't go places and see. I mean, you go to Mildenhall, you see the tankers going in, going out, doing their refueling thing, but you don't. You never get to see it. Yeah, and it's you kind of it's almost they're very, they're seen very much as like functional elements that just just happen. Mm. And it was it was nice to sort of see so many tankers and so many variations of tankers. How nice um, was that Saudi A three thirty? I mean, yeah, I mean Ooh. that's just mm. like yeah. And it's just like sort of seeing the A four hundred with those two Tonkers. I mean that that on I think we when we saw the practice demo, which I think was Thursday, I think was yeah, yeah. I mean seeing yeah, Thursday, them, yeah. them fly through on that first time when they came around on that bank with the A four hundred and the, the mm. Tonkers behind, it's just like just sort of sitting there going, Wow. So you, you don't see that anywhere else. So that's like kind of no. Riyadh only, isn't it? You know, it's like yeah. that kind yeah. of that sort yeah. of thing that you only get at Riyadh. And yeah. I mean the king of tankers was missing. If we had a KC-10 there, then, Oof. you know, the, the the world would have been a nicer place. Unfortunately, it wasn't there. Not Luckily, KC-46. there wasn't a KC... KC-46? No, they're all broken. Yeah. That's why they didn't turn up. It's, it's the American version of the A400. It just, yeah. It's just constantly breaking. A400 um, It was there, wasn't it? No, it didn't come, did it? They cancelled like last minute. No, it? there was there was it was an Italian version, but it wasn't oh, a KC forty six. Oh, yeah. It was an A three twenty. Don't quote me on that. Um, I'm sure someone in the comments will put what the actual airframe uh, was, but 
Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else that was there. That oh, Tim, how have you not mentioned the um, Civi KC135 in the Seattle? Well, yes, you know. the <laughs> <laughs> You know the one that we went to try and stick a bomb and got revealed. Well, the sticker got handed over. Whether or not it got actually on the airframe, <laughs> I can't. I can't vouch for. Unlike the American one, but. Um, <laughs> yeah, oh, how nice! How nice was that? Yes, Metria, especially against that Metria, Metro, yeah. Metro, Metro, yeah. Metro. I say, I say, Metro. Yeah, yeah. But especially against the moody skies as well. Yeah. When it came in, it just suited to the bone. It was like, oh, lovely, really, really. Um, and again, you know, you you kind of sort of like tip your hat to the organisers first, sort of like getting them on board mm. and saying, Do you "Fancy coming over?" Because it's nice. Yeah. So where are they based? Like over Singapore way or like Malaysia or like Far East, aren't they? Uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, so it's not exactly a sort of like, yeah, we'll just pop over for the weekend. Yeah. That's that's going to take some organising, isn't it? It's not like... They don't have to know. worry about fuel, though, do they? <laughs> 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 um, yeah, but it's not like a 135 coming from Mildenhall, is it? No, oh, no. It's no, like definitely a 15-minute flight for them or something, whatever. I think, was it 15-minute, 20-minute flight yeah, when they're up in the air or something? Yeah, it's not not exactly just a short hop. Um, yeah. you know, oh, I've got my toothbrush. Oh, it's fine. I'll, go, I'll drive back and go and get it. You know, oh, I've got my toothbrush. <laughs> ah, crap. Um, I have to get one from Tesco's. <laughs> I have to go get one from Tesco's. Oh, nearest Tesco's is a three-hour drive away. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that... that Civi 135, the Saudi A330, um, even the, um, what was it, the Jordanian Herc when it came in, mm. like we did, well, I think, mm. so like days before we'd all seen, so like it, it, it had been decorated, it had got a colour scheme on it, and then when that it came nice in, and we're, I was like, obviously everyone's like, get a, get a, get a, get a, get a, get a, picture, 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 it's gone past, everybody's heads down looking at the pictures, and everybody goes, ah, it's got a, um, a shamag, a shamag around it, mm. and you still like, you're, you know, you're all like, oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Just, just yeah. little elements that you just sort of like pick up on, or little elements that you mm. sort of like see. It's just, just fantastic. I know they've announced for 2024 air tattoo that one of the themes will be the anniversary of the F-16. Oh, uh, so I, I, I am, I'm all for that. Bring, bring me, bring get... me CFT clad yes. F-16s. Yes. Bring me the chonkies. Bring me all of your F-16s. You know what I mean? I <laughs> all F-16s see, in colour schemes. I want to see yeah. Tiger Polish ones with those shoulder tanks. I want to see Greek ones with those shoulder tanks. Some from Singapore with those shoulder tanks. I don't, I don't like the shoulder tanks. But oh, I love them. I, I think they I'm look, quite happy to take look, an F-16. It makes an F-16 tank. look like a quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, my thing with F-16s, I love the X-16 when it's completely just kind of stripped bare and naked. Oh, no, no, got... no, 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 It's got, it's got to have, it's got to it's have, got to have stuff I, hanging off it. It's got, it's, it's got to, ha- it's got to have, and I won't quote Tom Jones. I won't quote Tom Jones' uh, phrase for what things hang off things. Um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's got to have hanging off of it. Um, but yeah, an F sixteen just looks hench when it's got the CFTs. Yeah. It was got fuel tanks. It was got like. Amrams or whatever it is on the on the wingtips yeah, and stuff. It, it looks like it, when, when it when it's fully loaded, it looks like it's someone struggling to carry their shopping. It, it, <laughs> no, it does. It looks like a, I, it looks like a guy that's gone to done the week shopping. <laughs> it's, it's like it's some like, guy, right? I'm going to do this in one trip. <laughs> what, the way I would describe a fully loaded F-16 is what's happened is his wife has gone. Do you know what? I want to go to B and M and pick up this thing. 
And then oh, the no. S16 has rolled out of B&M <laughs> and the bloke is carrying all the shopping. <laughs> that's, what, that's what the F-16 looks like, fully loaded. He's gone in for a £5 toilet brush and he's walked out with £225. Exactly that's, that, it, yeah. that's it, that's it, that's it. But yeah, no, I mean... I, I'm, okay, I'm if, you're, if you're fully stacked F-16 as a bloke carrying a week's worth of shopping, the two-seater is a Fiat multipler. Yeah. I don't know why. Oh, yeah. I can't shake that. I can't. No. You know, okay. every time when I see it, a two-seater out, one, and it's like... I'm just like, oh, here comes a Fiat Multipla. <laughs> when when this podcast goes out, the picture that we all have to share it on social medias with is that now we have to share it side by side comparison of a man with a bag of loads of shopping and an F16 and, fully fully loaded up, F-16, yes, and then well. a two seater F16 and a Fiat <laughs> Dupla. Yeah, see, I would be interested to see a Mitsubishi F2 come over from Japan. Which you is like their the knockoff thing. version of an F sixteen yeah. because they but look mint. But isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it, the 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 story goes? Uh, the Americans didn't want to sell them F 16s so the Japanese went, "All right, we'll make our own then." Yeah, and it's isn't isn't the the Mitsubishi one like bigger than an F sixteen? Isn't the wing it's... surface area slightly bigger and the fuselage is just slightly wider or whatever? Yeah. Um, no, the F. Yeah, the F sixty, the F two is slightly bigger than the F sixteen. Yeah, I, I would, I, yeah, I totally agree. I would absolutely love for them to bring one across and then park an F sixteen and one of them across, like next yes. to it, and you go, oh. and the <laughs> color schemes, oh, and and and, just for argument's sakes, while we're spitballing fantasies. Send some over from Nellis, for Christ's sakes. <laughs> oh, the aggressor ones. The aggressor oh. ones, you know what I mean? Ghost. Was it Ghost? Um, Wraith. <laughs> the Demo Viper. The one that's the snakeskin one. Black oh, yeah. Gray snake. Oh, yeah. Definitely that one. You have to have the black, white, and grey AK one from Anchorage. Yes, absolutely. That has got to come. The desert one. Oh, any, any, anything, anything, anything. What, not just, them. not just. Uh, you say if you go, and, oh yeah, we'll send you a couple of Avianos or Spangs or something like that. No, 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 no. Look no, at what you're want... sitting on in the states. Exactly. <laughs> you send us, I mean, the, you send us some pretty stuff. Yeah, you could go back <laughs> if you if you look online and you go back to reacts of like the late '90s into the early 2000s when they used to be lined up. You'd have nearly 20 F16s. They'd all be grey. There'd be oh, no totally. colour ones at all, and you'd have like. Oh, the the only colour would be on the uh, the Dutch ones because the Dutch would send yeah. over like a painted one. Yeah, and but it would stick out. We need tiger meat sort of ones. Thing. We need tiger meat ones. We oh, need... definitely. If if any of the American Air Force are listening to this, send us send your goodies. Plans. Send plans. Can you, can you send us your plans? One that you don't break. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we need them. It's not. A, it's not a war. That's the other thing. That, right. Okay. That's the other thing that was missing from React this year was a C five. Yes. I, yeah. Send one because everybody loves walking yes. through a C five. Yeah. Nose up, tail open. Mm. Everybody loves walking through C five. And let's be honest, if it's going to be F 16s next year, you're going to need to bring a f- truckload of spares anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so bring a C five. If you don't want to fly a Nellis F sixteen over. Chuck it in the back of there as well. <laughs> <laughs> Why not bring three over then? Bring three <laughs> well, exactly. Over. Why not? Why not bring okay. a C five, a C one thirty, and a C seventeen? What's what's bigger, an Apache or an F sixteen? 
You can fit two Apaches in a C5. How many F16s can you fit in there? Three. Cool. Right. <laughs> I'm going to Google that now. I, I think the patch is bigger, isn't it? I think so. An Apache is only sort of like three foot smaller than a, than a Chinook or something, isn't it? It's, it's they're ridiculous. really big helicopters, aren't they? They're ridiculously big. But then that that was that was one of the other things with Riyadh as well. It's like I don't know if it was because last year it felt so socially awkward to talk to crews, and then you eventually sort of like came out of your bubble and you were like, "Hello." Um, this year, I just, I just they're there. Yeah, I'm just going to talk to them. Like you know, even the guys selling the swag. Um, the oh, that, that was one of the funny things. I think on the it was on the Friday. I was with um, so I camped down at Riyadh this year. I was with Ben Clark at uh, Aviation Venture, and um, we walked in on the Friday, and it was already wet, and we knew it was going to be a a, a really wet day. And we went to the, what was it? It was the A400 was brand new, wasn't it? Yep. That was new the one. New solid. cast mail. Yeah, that, it was the one fresh off the factory floor, wasn't it? And was so, it like, the, is that the German one? No, the RF. No, no, the, the RAF one. Oh, wasn't it? The, the RF one. flying? Ah! And um, so we sort of like walked up the ramp of this brand new A400. And literally, <laughs> we sort of walked in and we said, Oh, it's got that sort of like new car smell, isn't it? And everything. And one of the pilots, pilots crew or whatever was like, yeah, yeah, it's got like, I think it's sort of like 22 hours on it or something like that. And Ben made him a remark. He said, yeah, it doesn't smell like all the others. It doesn't smell like you've had sort of like 150 powers puking up and shitting everywhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the pilot was just like really like, yeah, I don't really want him to be doing that. Thank you very much. <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> But, um, I mean, yeah, thanks for putting that image into my head now for the rest yeah. of the, year, uh, the air show. Um, <laughs> but, like, one of the things I sort of, um, well, I, yeah, there was a couple of things. But one of the things I noticed was they've got the um, the sort of comparison up between uh, an A400 and the C130. I sort of said, you know, did you have you flown C130s? Have you, you know, have you transferred across? He said, yeah, yeah, I was, I was on C130s. I said, well, what do you prefer? He said, this. This is, he said, this is just such a force multiplier. He said, this just gives us so much more capability. Um, and then when you look at like the chart thing that they'd sort of like created or, you know, the stats in comparison and you see it in black and white, you kind of go, yeah, all right, I'll begrudgingly. Don't be silly. It's just yeah, a selling point for Airbus. It's, to just, sell propaganda. it's, it's just propaganda. It's just propaganda. It's not but, real, damn it. It's not real. Um, but, you know, it, it can fly higher, it can fly faster, and it can carry more. You kind of and it can fly more loudly as well. I can't adjust. Oh my <laughs> God. No, no good for like, so special power. I get them. So one flew over. On I think, yeah. Yeah. One flew over like Lowestoft, which is sort of like 15, 20 miles up the road from me. And I could hear it clear as day. Mm. A Hercules can fly over me. And I'm like, can kind of make out a Hercules tone in the air. Yeah. <laughs> to, to be fair, saying that, we had, so where where I live, which is in the southwest, is one of the exit corridors to fly down south when they go down to Gibraltar. So yeah. we get the A400s go out. We used to get the Hercules go out. You could hear an A400. I could look on, I could hear it buzzing, look and go, it's over Bristol. It's 25 miles away at 27,000 feet. I could hear it clear as devil. Yes. Yeah, it's an A400. Without a shadow of doubt. Yeah. 
had an RAF hurt go over at 37,000 feet, not a whisper. Had another one go over 25,000 feet, not a whisper. Yeah. But then saying that, I had a um, Omani, Omanian, 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 yeah, Omani um, hurt go over, which is the old style hurt, which has the nicer engines, the nicer sounding engines. Yes. Um. He was at 32,000 feet and it sounded just like an A400. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. So yeah, but, I, came, I came off but, yeah. the, um, the factory fresh A400. So I walked further around the static, went on the RAF C17, um, which I call Liz because it was the one that bought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. The Queen yes. back, wasn't it? And um, so I walked on and it had got that sort of like 150 powers. A bit on here, sort of smell. smell. Yeah, and uh, sort of like the crew were there. I went, God, this doesn't smell as fresh as that A400 around the corner. And I went, well, no, you know, when they need something done, they call on us. That thing's just for show. <laughs> <laughs> so there, there was already sort of like a little bit of like inter squadron or interface rivalry. rivalry going on. I was like, ah, <laughs> I can stir this up. Was I say to be fair, that A four hundred had only literally had just been delivered about two, three months, well not even that. I think it was about two months before um React yeah. happened because it was there when I went for when me and you Rob went for the um Yes the shoe at Bryce. It only literally just arrived. Because they, they hadn't finished doing the shakedown on it, had they? They were still going yeah, no. they were still going through the process on it, weren't they? Yeah. And I mean like when we when we did the shoot on that, it was like how many um how many uh, flight re- removal tags do you need on a on an aircraft? Yeah, a thousand, wasn't it? <laughs> it's ridiculous. I mean, obviously they got more probes and sensors and all that. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, it was just in, just insane, absolutely insane. But um, it's not a C one thirty, though, is it? Yeah, it's just not a C one thirty. I think this is one of the things I found about React this year. So I don't know whether it was because we lost our C one thirties, but the amount of other air forces that brought C one thirties. I don't know whether it just felt like there were like more this year because we'd lost ours or whether it was just a normal amount and we just kind of picked up on it. Yeah, I think it it, it would have been nice if the RAF could have just kept one Hercules for React. I mean, you think how many years the RAF Hercules has been at React in all its varieties, in all its colour schemes, it would have just been nice as like a final farewell to have 870, which was the one that had the fantastic tail art. The, the wonderful tail art. The, the wonderful tail, tail art. art. Best oh, tail art in the world. Thanks for beating around the bush there. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, it would have just been nice to have had that, just do a nice low fly pass, a little wing wave, you know, to say thank you very much, see you later, and go back to Bryce. It didn't have to land at React. No, it would have just been nice to have just come through, given like a final salute and and gone. Um, but you know we can't get what we wish for all the time, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, Riyadh was just yeah. Next year is going to take some beating, let's put it that way. Yeah. Well, I will tell you what. Now, well, I think we've talked about Riyadh enough, and I think yeah. I mean, next year is going to be this year is the standard to set. I think. Um, but I mean, in terms of like what. What's been your highlight for this year? We've all done a lot, but obviously there's got to be something in there that is kind of sort of um, standing out. I mean, for me, it was all the stuff around the C-130. So, I mean, it was that 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 day, final day at Riyadh, 
not react sorry the the loop where mm. we caught that c130 come through and the day we that you and i spent a brise with just mm. around them and just around that stuff and then just that sort of the seeing the last ones fly past it's just i think no for, for me it's very much centric around the c130 and everything c130 this year for me has been kind of like my highlight mm. so i mean what what has it what's it been like for you guys what have been your highlights this year uh, probably seeing the amount of phantoms I've seen. Yeah. So I saw the Greek one at Riyadh, and yes. then uh, later in the year, off to watch them to see the restored or like maintained seventy four squadron one, and then obviously yesterday seeing the the one they've got preserved there. You know, it's, I'm now sort of like over overcome with the whole sort of like I've got phantoms on my doorstep. <laughs> yeah. but you'll you'll be more excited when Kemble get their two um restored oh really because Kem- Kemble have two that they've got under not under wraps that people don't know about they've actually now finally covered them and they've got them somewhat more protected oh. um but yeah they have two they have two full phantoms there that they just nice. need restoring uh one of them i believe is in the um raspberry ripple colors Ah, you see now, like you can, I, I can take that or leave that. So oh I'll, no, I'll... we've started a rant. We've started no, 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 a rant. No, 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 prevalent or they they were always there at air shows and then going to Boscombe down um for air shows um it's kind of like okay done raspberry ripple it's not uh it's not it's it's cool it's not the be all for me mm. i think we just I'm, better clarify for for listeners that don't know for the younger ones that we have and, we and yeah. all that raspberry ripple in the uk was a training school and the way they, they identified the aircraft is they painted them red, white, and blue. Yeah. Was it training Where or experiment? Raspberry... No, is it, wasn't it, well, it was experimental? Both, 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 I think. Training and experimental, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. because you had a, it basically you had a fleet of everything. So you had a Tornado, jag. jag, Phantom, Buccaneer. Oh. Um, what else did you have? Um, you Jetstream, HS125. Canberra. Canberra, um, basically anything in the Cold War era was painted in this red, white, and blue scheme. Anything they needed to, to figure out the the extremities yeah. that they could yeah. go to with it. Yeah, um, and it was to train crews not just from the RAF but from other air forces that operated those aircraft, and it just became known as Raspberry Ripple. Yeah. So that's that's the story behind. It. I mean, Raspberry Ripple looks nothing like that. We it really does. Obviously, that's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it it was that color scheme. It was a very very famous color scheme. Actually, like like now that I think about it in a little bit more clarity, um, possibly one of the biggest highlights for me was um, my wife is Polish, so we went and saw um, my father in law in Poland, and where he is in Poland is only about an hour and a half's drive from Wasch, uh, one of the air bases in Poland. And uh, he sort of said, you know, oh, we can go there if you want. I said, yes. Um, 
<laughs> okay. Uh, and because of obviously the the tensions in sort of Europe at the moment with Ukraine and Russia, uh, Poland are rightly, I suppose, uh, on alert. And um, so we went to Wask on the off chance that they they would be flying, and and they were flying, they were flying. Um, it was like having a, a fairly busy day at Lagerheath, but with Polish F-16s. And it was just such a overwhelming experience, I suppose. You know, so like I'm in Poland, I'm seeing Polish F-16s and, you know, I've, I was the only person there as well, apart from so like father-in-law and wife. There were no, there were no other toggers there or anything. And, um, is that where they have the SU-22 and MiG-29 based? Or is that no, another... no, no, that's, that's further up north. Um, but, yeah, like seeing um, Polish Vipers in their environment and everything, that, that, that was really cool. That was cool. Because it was unique. Mm. You know, we could say Riyadh and 50,000 people have been to Riyadh. We could say Lake and Heath and 50,000 people have been to Lake and Heath this year and stuff. <laughs> um, but uh yeah i was just like okay cool um uh oh for me there's two really that stand out is obviously the hercules um fly past it the mac loop um which is just something special again it was a very emotional day we all knew what was happening we all knew what was going to happen um, it happened, and we all stood there, and you know, like we've talked, we talked about it earlier on. Um, but that really was my highlight for the year. The other one, which you haven't mentioned, which is less of a a trip or anything we did, was something that the group managed to achieve, which was getting our group flag thro- uh, flown <laughs> in their fifteen through the Mac Loop and getting togged. That yeah. was an insane thing to see um to tom tom whitworth getting that set up um, you do not want to know the amount of stress that went into that day of yeah, getting someone, the flag. someone left it on their campsite didn't they and um yeah go back and get it no someone didn't leave it on their campsite someone left it on their campsite with their free app badge so they had to go so they got to the gate and realized they hadn't got their free app badge so they had to walk back to the campsite to go and get their free app badge and got into free app they got halfway around Round the air show static or whatever. And then literally, so because we'd hyped it up so much that we're going to get the flag, we're going to get the flag to the crew, we're going to ask them to fly it through. And la, 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 la. Like for weeks on end, we, we were going to do it, we were going to do it, we're going to do it, we're going to do it, we're going to do it. And then it fell onto me to have to sort of like keep the flag and then take it to them. Like, what was it? We, we went and saw them on the Saturday and they said, right, bring it back tomorrow. We'll chuck it in the jet and we'll, we'll fly it through. Okay, fine. Who's here tomorrow? Yeah, I am. Give me the flag. I'll bring it. Get halfway around and realize I've left the flag back at the campsite. It was what was crushing. the last words we said to you? What was the last words we said to you when we walked away, when we departed, and we said our farewells on the Saturday? We the said, flag. don't forget the flag. And you went, I won't forget the flag. I didn't forget the flag. <laughs> I just did. didn't put it in my camera bag. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, chestnut. <laughs> But literally, like, oh, it was like, like when I realised it was like a bowling ball of like um, anxiety, um, stress, like an absolute 
bomb just went off inside me. And I literally just went, oh! Your, your Avgeek's <laughs> assembled career was on the line that day. And You'd not I got just, that flag there. I just turned around to Smike and was just... dude. <laughs> I told Smike and he was like, well, obviously Smike being Smike called me everything that he wanted to call me. <laughs> and so I was just like, I'll catch up with you in about half an hour. Walk back to the campsite. <laughs> By this oh, point, I'd got, got enough. I'd got blisters on my heels. I I, I could hardly walk in my boots anyway because I like because they were wet and sodden and like trench foot was creeping in and all that crap. <laughs> um, but there was that whole sort of like you're angry at yourself. You know, you've let yourself <laughs> down. You've let all your friends down, and now <laughs> this isn't going to turn out. Not only that, you as you get back to the campsite, you can hear the B-52 starting up. Um, <laughs> and, I remember uh, sitting home watching the chat that day, and it was like, oh, no. So, like, pick up the flag, have something to drink quickly, because I'm fucking dehydrated from, like, trying to rush back, trying to balance out, can I get back to the flight line for the B-52 to take off? No? Right, forget that. <laughs> it's just like you know and then like literally got to the like where the 48th were and we're like flag remember he's like oh give it to this guy <laughs> i'm like I, like the americans are just full of confidence and stuff and by this point my confidence is sort of like somewhere around my ankles <laughs> i'm like flag <laughs> i'm like flag fly cockpit great please <laughs> but it's just yeah the, the relief and then I was just sort of like said to him like hold the flag I just need to take a picture of you that you've got the flag just so I can prove you've got the flag <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh. and then no, it didn't happen was... and then it didn't no, happen anyway. no no it didn't happen on the day happen, didn't it? <laughs> yeah it took two I think it was nearly two months wasn't it to happen yeah. and then it and then it like because on departures we... they got held back for so long didn't they that yeah was... that's right yeah yeah, because we they were due like, to both go through, wasn't weren't yeah. they? Yeah. So like me and Rob, we we were in, we did free out with a few other people, like we were in free out for the week and stuff. And um like, the F fifteens and the F thirty fives had started up and then just didn't move and didn't yeah. move and didn't move and didn't move and didn't move. And um it was like they're gonna be very low on fuel. Yeah. <laughs> they're not. They're not going to be looping now. They're they? not going to be looping. They're going to be so low on fuel. Well, one one did, one did, but it wasn't Annie, and it what didn't have the flag in it at all. No. It was uh, the flag was in the carry pod underneath. Um, yeah, and then yeah, um, it didn't happen. And then Tom just went up the hill one day, and then it just appeared. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I think he did. Yeah, he'd uh, he'd nutted his nuts, and. Uh, yeah, before we knew it, we had a plethora of images coming through, not just from Tom, but from the community. That was the yeah, nice with... thing. It was like yeah. seeing other people's pictures of the jet going through and then being able to see the flag in the cockpit. Yeah. It was like, yeah. ah, nice. Yeah, that was nice. I think and, it, then, it... and then the rec- uh, like, then people sort of like tagging you going, is that your flag? It was like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Proud <laughs> moment. Proud yeah. moment. Yeah. Yeah, very, I think I think, nice. I think it's it's also important to sort of recognise that you know it's it's whilst it's a big thing for us, it's not like uh, an ego trip for us. You no, know? It's like not even a little we, bit. We've no. kind of as Abkey Assemble, we've always put ourselves out there as being like a kind of um, sort of a, a broad church of where aviation photographers can come to and 
either get ideas or share interests of each other and stuff. Mm. That's why we do the Facebook. That's why we do the Instagram is so that everyone can come together, share stuff and that sort of stuff. And it was very much kind of like almost like a validation that we're, we're doing something right. You know, yeah. We're, yeah. We're, we're doing something. We are trying to, you know, it, we're not in this for us and, you know, we're in it to do stuff for, give stuff back to the community and how you start well we're part yeah of, we're here to build we want, a community yeah, we, want, uh, we want to give to the community and like for us it's like that's kind of like you know it's sort of like a it's a validation that sort of someone said you know what you guys are doing you're doing all right you know you kind of we'll, we'll do it for you you're doing all right and it's yeah. like and i hope that when when people saw that photo they sort of thought do you know what you know these guys are sort of out there and they're sort of pushing for us you know and it's yeah, I say that's why we do the pod, why we do the podcast you know why why we do the the live streams why we do the facebook and stuff is it's, it's for everyone else and i feel like it's that kind of um hopefully when people saw that image they thought you know what these guys are doing something for the community um mm. because that's that's what we're about you know yeah especially like we're doing like at the moment in our, in, in like obviously time of recording is october 2023 we're doing the october fest yes. on the facebook page and the amount of people that are commenting their shots on it every day it's brilliant it's brilliant to see and it's it's nice to see like you you put up like well, martin he's doing a fantastic job running it um when he puts up a daily theme the amount of interpretations you get of it mm-hmm. yeah you know, like after, after burner you've, you're expecting to see so many jets but you see like spitfires firing or yeah you know like a helicopter f- misfiring you're seeing flames coming out the back of that it's it's always good to see what people think in their heads and their imagination and the yeah. thought process that goes and not just being a robot and going yeah straight up you build that story mm-hmm. that's what makes it yeah it's like you said it is inspirational to uh to feel that and, and you know it's actually happening and it also like also gives people that sort of like that platform to showcase their shot you know, mm. that's another, you know, that's, that's the other thing. It's the thing that I found overwhelming is like how many people are, are contributing to it. And it's brilliant because it's given people that, that chance, you know, maybe if there's a, if there's a conversation going on on the Facebook group or something and they, they're yeah. like, Oh yeah, I agree with that. I'll like it or something. Mm. You know, if mm. it, you know, if the, the theme is, what was it today? Display teams or something, wouldn't it? Yeah. You know, I'd imagine everybody's got a shot of the arrows or maybe the black eagles from Riyadh last year or Patrice Swiss at Cosford or something, you know, dream mm. Viper. Um, even if it's not, even if it's team Raven, you know, the opportunity is, is there that they can post their shot and it generates interest in their shot. And then you, you sort of go, Oh, who is this person? Let's have a look at your other shots and stuff. You know, you, it's just that, that intrigue and that curiosity—that's you know, mm. uh, what I love about it. Yeah, the, the curiosity and intrigue as to, you know, who's posted what, where were you when you got that, etc. Cool. And when when we did the original sort of episode one of season four of the podcast, we did a uh, an air show preview, and those of us who were on, we talked about what we wanted to achieve this year. You know, what goals we set ourselves. Um, any personal challenges and that sort of stuff but did you guys have any personal challenges goals that you'd set yourself before the season and did you achieve them now from my perspective what i wanted to do is i wanted to do more sort of 
um stuff around air shows and stuff so more people doing stuff um and just trying to get different angles of things react was a little bit right i had a big plan for react which didn't quite come to terms um but mm. i've spent when i've been at duxford and especially, especially duxford because i basically live there um i've tried to get a <laughs> lot more um crew shots or shots that stuff the stuff that goes on around the planes um and I've, mm-hmm. I've started doing like i've got a hashtag that i've set up in instagram which is not all heroes fly planes and it's all i try and all about um the maintenance stuff the or the, the the crews that just kind of pull the planes out and stuff like that and yeah from that stuff. yeah from that perspective i've got more shots that i've not got before which kind of a, sort of achieved the goal that i wanted um Obviously, mm. I wanted to do more at React, but React was because the weather was a bit of a change. But I mean, what what have you guys sort of did you did you have a goal when you came into it? And do you feel like sitting back now and looking, do you feel like you've achieved that goal? Do you think you've developed um, as a photographer through the course of this season? Um, I um, kind of yes. Um, so I I set out this year to do more low level photography throughout the year um i'd kind of got a bit it's it's bad to say i got a bit bored of going to the fence line at coningsby and lake and heath and getting the same old landing taken off landing taken off um i wanted to get more low level especially with the um retirement of the c-130 coming up i wanted to catch one before it happened um so I set myself out to to try and get out and get more low level, which I I did. I you know I I caught the C one thirties, I caught the typhoons, um you know yes caught the F fifteens and the F thirty fives and the A four hundreds and all that, um, but yeah that was that was one of my targets. Um the other one was obviously to try and get to some more air shows, and I did. Um you know obviously got over to France, did a couple of little local ones. Um unfortunately like my real local one western was cancelled due to the council saying that they couldn't afford it um yeah they can afford to make a wiggly road just a few hundred meters down the seafront but again we won't go through to that um but yeah i think a little bit as well is like what um rob was saying was going for the more artistic shots rather than just going for side-ons or you know the, you know the plane in the air it was going for the shots you know getting low down getting the angles making a story out of the image rather than just going plane you know yeah. it, it was getting you know like you said like the crew standing around it or pilots talking around it a pilot crewing in crews doing their final checks crew towing it out you know even including like the vehicles you know i know there's a lot of people with react when they see um especially on departures and arrivals days when the aircraft are being guided by the follow me cars and they're like oh bloody follow me cars get out of the way so i can get a clean shot it's like well no keep it in there yeah, it adds story, to the it? story it, you yeah. know it's not just a plane taxi and you know it's a plane taxi and at an air show you know that there's someone in there that's got an even better view than you because they've got a two ship of f-15 sat 15 feet behind them like staring down at them it just gives the the image a story rather than it just being a plain old plane no plane, plane. Ah. um um 
yeah, it's just not, it's just not a, there's a plane in the picture. Yeah, lovely. Um, so yeah, I, I wanted to try and do some more air to air, but financially that just went out the window. Um, but yeah, I think I achieved what I wanted to achieve this year. I think I was quite, quite impressed with my shots and I managed to get published twice. So mm. I was very happy with that as well. Ooh, yeah, fancy you. Yeah, I'll um, jump on that. I'll jump on that bandwagon as well, actually. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, that was like, for me. Had absolutely no aspirations of being in a magazine or anything else along that line. And literally just happened to be in the right place at the right time on one day to catch the uh, the Skyhawk coming into Lagenheath uh, on a divert and then getting uh, Ben saying, you know, ah, send me that. And then having it published, it was just like, Huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like what no i took that picture you want someone else's um so that yeah that's a that's a that's quite a quite a sort of like pinnacle i suppose um mm. but i think uh, what did i set out to do this year i think i just wanted to improve i, I i'm i'm content with the pictures i got of the phantom uh react could I have done better? Probably, yes. But you can spitball that until the cows come home and everything else. I've still come away with phantom pictures this year. I've got some nice Tonka pictures this year. I've got some insane Harrier pictures this year. Mm. So for my genre of preferred aircraft of cold warness, brilliant. And then the the Jaguar shoot last, last weekend, I think that's probably got to be pretty high up on the on the cherry cakes you know, <laughs> to have that much uh access to it for that long um and it was it was well organized um did it do its engine run in the end or did it not no uh turbo micro switch phalange thing inside <laughs> didn't want to work um oh. so it would it wouldn't fire up the engine but was i upset about it i mean by that point it was dark i was never going to be able to take a picture of it i've never done a night shoot so i was really fumbling around just sort of like going okay fine that looks about right on live view yep take a picture oh okay that's come out okay so an engine run which had just been overload so i'd have just sort of like just sat there and just videoed it on my phone anyway um mm. so yeah i mean that was that was that was pretty pretty full on the Phantom shoot that was nice to be up up close to a plane which, as a child, probably saw countless times. I, I can't tell yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, sitting in the cockpit, you kind of there's that sort of childhood, yeah, it's that childhood. Wah! Um, I'm Maverick, uh, <laughs> thing. but. As a whole for this year, aviation, photography, um, hobby, uh, it's been it's been a great year. I've I've loved it. Apart from Thursday, which was just rainy and dross, but even then, you know, you just make the most of it. You chat to the people that are around you and stuff. Um, you take the you take the highs. You know, you take the lows. Last time I'm going to see a KC10 in Europe. Well, last time I'm going to see a KC10. So. Um, mm. You know, you sort of go, oh. <laughs> um, 
Um, yeah, that's one I missed this year. But it is what it is, isn't it? Planes come, planes mm. go. Sadly, that's it. Um, but it's been, I, th- I think this year has been it's been a great year. I know it's it's not over yet. It's only October. We've still got like another two months. Autumn is coming in. The colours are changing. The leaves are falling. The weather's getting cooler. You got York night coming up with the oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. York night coming up. The Swiss are coming over. So you know, who knows what it's going to throw up as. Yeah, that's all been good. And, 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 sorry, long pause, long dramatic pause. I finally saw the bear cat fly at Duxford. Actually, it was worth it. Mm. <laughs> Just that to is hear a that, beast of an aircraft. Engine like spluttering along, and that, what is it, eight foot propeller or whatever it is? Yeah. Just you know, churning around, you're just like, oh. So I, I, now you just need to see a Sky Raider. That would yeah, be nice. I'd, yeah. I'd love to see a Sky Raider. Just got to go to France for it, unfortunately, yeah. at the moment. It's the only one that's... But, yeah, I mean, so in this feels like a good time to kind of start wrapping this up. Um, obviously, you know, it's been a great season. and We'd love to hear what you guys have had this season, what you where you've been, what you've seen, what you've achieved, that sort of thing. You know, so come on over to our Facebook. It is... Sort of facebook.com slash avgeeksassemble um obviously follow along with us on the instagram um avgeeksassemble instagram we're also doing the uh october photo fest which is hashtag avgeeks october photo fest different picture each day um the sort of the main picture of it is on the facebook i believe so go on there and have a look at what we're doing you can enter in on the facebook and on the instagram you know no prizes but you know we're sort of trying to showcase our images gives you got you guys a chance to showcase your images and it's something that we're just trying to give back to the community give you guys a space to show your stuff off and um you know it's a bit of fun exactly that you know and it's like as we've said before there are so many different views um sort of coming in it someone what by the way one person sees a topic someone else might see completely different and that is you know that that's that's what photography is, you know, it's a subjective game. Just like get involved, enjoy it, you know, that sort of thing. So, right, closing out, Ben, where can everybody find you? Um, so Facebook is uh well, just as Ben Price is my personal one, which quite a bit of my aviation goes on to that. Uh, but also Ben's Aviation Photography on Facebook. Same again on uh Instagram, Ben's Aviation Photography. Still trying to dabble into a little bit of the YouTube game um so that's uh ben price aviation um it was ba videos but no one could find me because it just came up with commercial videos for british airways uh, i didn't think that one through <laughs> um so yeah um ben's Avia- uh, ben price aviation on youtube um and yeah that's that is that is me excellent perfect and tim where can people find you um loitering at lagan heath mainly um and <laughs> uh you can find me on social media as rtbphotos.com or rtbphotos generally wonderful and you can find me at rs7 aviation on instagram and once again you know the instagram for the group is Abgeeks assemble you can also find us on the on uh facebook facebook.com Abgeeks assemble just from one more as well completely forgot the uh for all the you youngsters out there because we're all like oldies um TikTok as well. We're on TikTok, so we share clips from all of us plus other aviation pages that are on 
all social media aspects but yeah we're on that one as well so give us a follow or something on tiktok well i don't know what you do dance on it yeah that sort of thing (laughs) but yeah we're on that one as well excellent and the podcast itself now has its own page where we're going to be posting posting clips of the show um updates on what we're doing and like polls and that sort of thing so you can follow us on uh at the Geeks assemble podcast it's uh very easy to remember um so yeah do give us a follow on that come and send us any any thoughts you've got um you know if you know somebody who might want to be a guest if you might want to be a guest you know let us know we're always looking for people to come on um but yeah please do get in touch let us know what you think this podcast your feedback is valuable your engagement with us on our facebook instagram is valuable you know as we've mentioned before we do this for you guys the more you guys get involved the more we can do the more we can give back to you um so please you know just get involved on the facebook send us your photos send us any messages you want and all that's left to be said is we'll see you at the fence thank you for listening to this episode of the ab geeks assemble podcast find us on facebook and instagram at ab geeks assemble